thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Get your Bible and follow along with us. And we say, bring your faith. Because the Word needs our faith mixed in with it to convert it to power. Amen. We've been teaching on the subject of following the Holy Spirit. In my, 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 it's such an important subject. Because the more we follow Him, the more we'll experience His leadings. His leadings belong to us. uh, But we don't want to overstep how He's leading us. And many times we don't know to follow the Holy Spirit until we're, until we're taught. We don't know to follow our own spirits until we're taught. And so it's our privilege to teach this. Dad Hagen, who was our spiritual father, would say to us, if you can teach people to follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. So that's our, that's our goal is to get you to learn to, to pay attention to how the spirit is leading you within because then when no one's around, you always have the divine genius in you as your help. You don't have to wait for someone to be around before you're helped. Amen. He is the more than ready, more than capable help. And as we learn to look to him and realize what his leadings look like, what are they like? And you've got to go back really and watch all the previous episodes because we have been outlining that, but we've got to go further and can't restate everything we've taught, but we we love being able to to teach on this because there's so much to teach. The previous episode we were leaving off at this point is respond to the Holy Spirit. He can be leading us a certain way, but if we don't respond, then it will grieve the Spirit um, when He leads us a certain way and we dismiss or overstep or violate that leading. So that means we we need to agree with the Holy Spirit, how He's leading us. Even if our own will wanted something else, that's part of just living a consecrated life. We bring our will into agreement with God's will for our life. And that's part of the skill of following is we consecrate our will to to God's will and we bring ourselves into agreement with how he's leading. Amen. Um, The Holy Spirit is on the inside of every single believer, every single one. He's there to lead. He's there to teach. He's there to guide. He's there to comfort and to help. But it's not enough that he's present within because we have to respond. Just him being present does not mean we succeed. Just his presence is not enough. We have to respond to the one who's present. (coughs) Amen. People will say, well, you can't, you can't go down with Jesus in your boat. Well, if you don't pay attention, if you don't pay attention to what he's saying to you, you know, there are a lot of, when I was growing up in school and had, had to go to school and, 
instead of saying the word getting to go to school, but <laughs> went to school and there were, there were kids in the classroom. Some got straight A's, some failed the class. Those students had the exact same resources available to them, a teacher, a textbook, the classroom instruction, but others paid better attention. And those who um, paid attention and applied what they learned, it showed up. And those who didn't pay attention, they still had a teacher, they still had the textbook, but they wouldn't respond right to them and that showed up. You can have the greater one in you and not benefit as you ought. We don't benefit just because he's in us. We have to respond to the one who's in us. Amen. So we measure, we measure um, how much of God's best we enjoy by how we respond. Amen. Amen. Meaning this success is not automatic just because he's in us. We have a a, a part to bring. And that's not a negative. That's a positive. Amen. One of the primary ways that we're to respond to this divine genius on the inside of us is obey him. Yes. Instantly, yes. obey when we when we have a leading in our heart, we have peace about doing something. Yes. How do we know if the Spirit is leading us to do something if we have peace about it? Yes. How do we know He's cautioning us against going a certain direction if we don't have peace about it? <clears throat> so when we have peace about doing something, immediately, instantly obey that. You are safe in following peace. You don't have to wait for something dramatic to be heard. You don't have to wait to hear a voice. You don't have to wait for something, uh, some, someone out here to confirm it, though that may be confirmed. You don't have to wait for that. Once you have peace and you, and you know how he's leading you, instantly obey that. Act on it without hesitation because like I said, the more we respond, the more experiences we'll have with his leading. Um, I know this, that God in training me, and I'm not saying how he'll do it with you, but this is how he's trained me to more quickly obey. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I would sense him telling me or leading me to do something and I would sit back a little bit and I would wait and I would wait. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't go against it. I just didn't immediately act on it. Mm-hmm. Um, then he would start doing with me, you need to act on that quicker. Right. Listen, over the years, I've had to learn these things. <clears throat> God put something in place um, in a certain situation for me. For example, he had told me to give a certain person a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. At the point he said that, I didn't really have that amount of money. And so um, over time, that amount of money came and I just kind of, sat on it. You know what I'm talking about. I just didn't immediately (coughs) act on it. And so finally I got around to doing it. (laughs) Finally. So I go to give, get that amount of money prepared to give to me. And God said to me, double it. (laughs) (laughs) Double it. (laughs) He said, I want to teach you that delaying can cost you. Now, let me say this. Anytime you sow a seed, you get a harvest. So it wasn't costing me to sow, but he was letting me know that when I tell you to do something, there's a reason. And if you choose to put a delay on that instruction, then you're hindering something. And he said, I want it. I want you to feel the effect of that because I want it to train you. Double it. Did I get blessed because I doubled it? Yes, but I learned. Anytime he's told me to double it, it's because I'm slow. Yeah. 
Now, I'm not telling you he's telling you to do that. To do that. I'm just saying on a couple of incidences, when I was too slow, he was trying to drive a point home to me. Since you didn't act on that, go ahead and double it because I want you to learn that when I tell you to do something, I mean you to do it. That's part of the growing up process that he may employ certain things. That's just what he's done for me in the past. So I'm learning, just do it. Just do it and do it quickly. Not only that, the, the quicker you obey, the less opportunity you give the devil to try to talk you out of obedience. Amen. Now, there is such a thing. Don't misunderstand me. Sometimes you can sense God dealing with you about something, but it's not yet time to act on it. Now, see, when you sense that, that he's leading you a certain way, dealing with you about something, you will also many times sense when. There are things that God has shown me and talked to me about, my goodness, almost 40 years ago now Mm -hmm. that are just now coming to pass. The things he showed me, the things that I saw, when I saw them, I knew they weren't for them. So you do have to know some things he's just planting a seed in you about. Why? So that you'll water that seed and prepare for that. It's not so you'll step out and do it immediately. So just because the Spirit's leading you, you have to also know, is He leading you now? Now that, 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 yeah, pay attention to that on, that's going to deal with more so what you're called to. Now the daily events of life, those you act on quickly in the sense of if He's saying, I want you to call this person. Well, you don't have to wait a couple weeks to see if He means it. Call them. You know what I'm saying? On the daily affairs of life, immediately act. But when things pertain to your call, sometimes he's planting something in you. And it's not for you to act on in some immediately. And some some people miss it because they 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 act too quickly and didn't take time to hear things unfold and have greater they needed to talk with God about it some more. Yes, yes. Very good. Amen. 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 So we have to understand that. I mean, God dealt with me um, years ago. He said, I, know, I have another house for you. Well, we didn't get into that house till eight years later. Well, so when he said, I have another house for you, that didn't immediately go out and try to make this happen. That doesn't mean get it, get in the flesh and try to force something to come to pass. He's just sometimes planting a seed. The spirit is leading you to develop your faith in that direction or to water your faith in that direction. You see, so you need to pay attention when you get a, if I could say this, a sense of something to do, sometimes you need to talk to God a little bit about it, not to talk him out of it or to be in disagreement, but to make sure that you're walking in proper interpretation of that. Does that make sense to you? So uh, you have to know that because he will lead us to do things that we need to do promptly, immediately. Then other things he will talk to us about because they're connected to our future in a particular way. And it's for down the road a little bit. Amen. Um, Another, like I said, another great um, reason to instantly obey your spirit is because you are closing the door to the devil. Right. When we know to, delayed obedience mm-hmm. is an open door to the enemy. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. If the leading you have in your spirit, the leading you have in your spirit does not call 
for your mental analysis. But your prompt obedience. Yes. Amen. Um, if you begin to mentally analyze what God deals with you about, many times you'll talk yourself out of it. You can come up with a lot of reasons why this doesn't make sense. When you have something in your spirit, obey it from your spirit. Don't drag it up into your mind and try to get mental agreement. Because you don't even have to understand everything. You don't have, God may tell you, God has told everything my husband and I, that God told my husband and I to do when it came to building a building, we never had the money to do it. We never had all the money in hand, but God said, do it. And if we were going to go by mental, mental analysis, we would have never started it. Because we don't obey God because we have the money. We obey God because he said it. And when we obey what he said, the money will come. But people want money to come before they obey because they're acting on money and not, they're being led by money, not being led by the word. Amen. So uh, the enemy wants to draw you into the mental arena. He wants you to try to mentally analyze everything you have in your heart because he knows that he can back you away from obedience. Because everything that God speaks to you in your heart cannot be calculated mentally. <laughs> it can't be reasoned out. Amen. It just calls for obedience. Amen. Amen. Just agree. Just agree with God. Faith agrees with God. Amen. And like I said, to delay our obedience is really the, the, the opening for the enemy. And he's looking for you to not only miss God, but he's looking for his opportunity to gain an entrance. Amen. The more, the quicker we obey the spirit's leading, the more peace we'll walk in. And I like that peace flow. I like that peace flow. Amen. Amen. Um, so the quicker we obey, mm-hmm. the, uh, the more sure the, the door against the devil is, is closed, yes. tightened and locked against yes. him. Then you have to, uh, in teaching about following the spirit, you have to teach balance. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because people can become very unbalanced in yes. anything. Yes. Every truth has a ditch on on either side of it. We want to stay right in the middle of the road of that truth. We want to stay balanced. And that's always been my, that's always been what I've said to God. Help me stay balanced. Help me stay right in the middle of the road. Um, Because we can get into a ditch on one side or another, even though things are true. We can, they can be taken to the extreme. They can be taken to the extreme. And sometimes believers can get off spiritually and become unsound when they get off and when they get to the extremes about following the Holy Spirit. Now, what I mean by that is this, is they're trying to be led on every little thing. You do not have to lay in bed in the morning and not get out of bed till the spirit directs you to get out of bed. (laughs) If you need a job, you don't have to wait for the spirit of God to direct you to go look for a job, put an application in. You don't have to have the spirit lead you that a man needs to put his hand to something that God can bless. God will bless what you set your hand to. Well, I could go a lot of different ways, but my Oklahoma would try to come out and I'm not going to 
go there. So there are some that won't do anything, go anywhere, or help in any capacity until they feel led. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, just whatever, whatever you can set your hand to, just do it. You know, I love something that my husband used to say because he got born again on a Sunday morning and he went that night to the pastor and said, I've been living for the devil for 25 years, but now I'm born again. What can I do for God? Mm-hmm. And uh, the pastor said, I don't have anyone to clean the restrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ed said, that's my job. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So as a 25-year-old, uh, the day he got saved, he put himself to work. He didn't wait to be led. Yeah. He, he wanted to be a supply. You that's don't right. have to... Wait for the Spirit to lead you to be a help, to be a blessing to someone. Amen. 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 And so my husband would say this, if you don't know where God wants you to to serve, Mm -hmm. just start serving in the in the capacity, in that capacity of your abilities. Mm-hmm. Meaning this, if you're an electrician, go to your pastor and say, is there anything electrically you need help with around here? If, if you're, if you're, um, you know, maybe you're good at computers. Pastor, is there any way I can be a help? See, just start helping in the area of your natural abilities. Then my husband would say this, then your supernatural abilities will kick in. Yes. Amen. Meaning this, you don't have to be led to be a help and be a blessing. Just go be a blessing. Don't wait for the Spirit tell you to get involved in your local church. You need to be involved in your local church. You need to have a local church. You need to have a pastor and you need to be involved. And you don't have to have the Spirit lead you to because He's already told you, be a servant. The Word of God tells you where to serve. Amen. So um, if you don't have any particular leading, just act on the knowledge you do have. Amen. Um, If the Spirit doesn't lead you differently, then just act on what seems right to you. Very good. Amen. You don't have to get, you don't have to become unsound by saying, I'm waiting for the Spirit to lead me. If He doesn't lead you, if you don't sense any particular lead, just do what seems right. And if it's the wrong direction, He'll check you on it. And then you just back up and say, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, I know this. Just let let me parallel it to, to preaching a sermon. When I go to a church, I'm invited to come and preach. I just start preparing in the direction that seems good to my spirit. God didn't say preach this direction. I didn't hear anything specific. I just, this is what God's been talking to me about. This is what God's been dealing with me about just as a believer. I'm going to, I'm going to prepare that direction. So as I prepare that direction, if I sense, no, that doesn't seem the right direction, then I back out and I start putting up my spiritual intent and say, which direction do I go? You see, I don't just sit there and wait. No, I start preparing. I start making movement some direction. And uh, God has said this to me. He said, um, if I don't give you a sermon, you must already have it. Well, that's not hard to figure out, right? I must already have it. I have, there are, uh, listen, I've been ministering, what, 35 years or so preaching 35 years, I got a lot of sermons. I've got a lot of truths laid up in me. That's right. 
And sometimes the Spirit of God will prompt me, preach a certain direction. Mm -hmm. But other times I go to services and I don't have any particular leading, mm -hmm. then that must mean I already have it. So I just kind of, mm -hmm. I just look and see Very what good. seems good yes. in, my, in my own spirit. And I just go that direction. Yes. I don't try to hear a voice, mm -hmm. have an experience. Yes. I just go with what seems right. right. Now, Amen. I do the same thing with um, other decisions mm -hmm. in life. Um, let, let me give it to you th an example this way. Uh, there was one minister that talks about, I just follow good sense. Good common sense, good knowledge. Now, don't misunderstand me. The wisdom of God and common sense may be on the same page and they may not. <laughs> if what God tells me to do doesn't make good sense naturally, mentally speaking. I disregard my mind and I go with what God says. But um, for example, this one minister was talking about years ago, he, um, him and his wife needed a home. They were looking to buy a home. They were invited to lunch with some other ministers and one minister said to him at lunchtime, said uh, after they had lunch, they said, he said, come with me, I want to show you something. This minister didn't know what in the world he's going to show him. They went out and uh, this man showed this minister right next door was a house for sale. He said, I own this house. He said, you want to live here? He says, I'll give it to you for, one, for no interest down. This, I'll, I'll finance it, but I'll charge you no interest. This minister said, I don't have to pray about that. Mm -hmm. no. yeah. <laughs> good sense tells you. Good sense tells you. This is a good deal. So he said, I said, I'll take it. And it was the right house God had for them. But see, if some people get in a ditch, well, I'm not going to do anything until I prayed and prayed. Listen, I'm not saying don't pray. I'm saying this, that if you go the direction of good sense, Good wisdom. That makes sense to do. Yes. And it, head that direction. If it's not God, he'll check you. Right. And then, now see, for example, if that wasn't the house God would have wanted, when the preacher was offered that, he would have had a knowing. Yes. Don't do that. Yes. I have something yes. different for you. Then he can yes. back up on that yes. and say, no, this isn't the house for uh -huh. me. But if God doesn't check you, just go the direction <laughs> that seems good. Yes. Amen. I always walk just by my own wisdom until a higher wisdom comes. If a higher wisdom doesn't come, then what I know is enough to proceed. Does that make sense to you? Stay balanced. Don't get unsound like, I just won't do it until I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And you've given the devil time to work on your head. Just start moving in the direction of good judgment, good sense, natural wisdom, human wisdom makes good sense. And then if it's not what God wants, he will give you higher wisdom. You'll have a sense. Don't do that. Well, that's the wisdom of God, not to go with what you naturally would have gone with. So when higher wisdom comes, you lay down what you thought. Yes. And you go, I always go with the leading I have. Amen. Now, um, this is where some people miss it. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart. What lean not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Mm -hmm. him. He'll direct your path. So if the opportunity, for example, that pastor, that minister had the opportunity for this house, no interest. The the owner would finance it for him at no interest, no cost to him. Uh, That makes good sense. Sure. But no doubt he's checked in here. I don't have a check. I'm doing it. I don't have to hear do it. I like something that Dad Hagen would say. He said, God doesn't necessarily tell me to do something. He checks me more on when not to do something. So he said, if I don't get a check, I just keep going. The direction that seems good to me. What's that mean? That means red lights stop you, not green lights. When, there, when there's the opportunity to move ahead, just keep going. And don't stop, say, should I go? That's like a car stopping at a green light saying, should I go? Don't you, don't you kind of get frustrated with drivers who stop at green lights? They pause, they brake, and you can't even proceed because they've stopped at a place where they should have moved ahead. So I just keep going until I have a leading, don't, go, don't do that. But see, I keep my antenna up. I acknowledge him as I move ahead. I acknowledge him. I keep my spiritual antenna up and say, I'm listening. If there's something you check me in, I'm, not go- I'm going to stop this process and I'm going to go another direction. That's acknowledging him in all your ways and he will direct your path. The, the steps of a righteous man are ordered. Look at what's, what's ordered, the steps, not the stops. People will just stop and stop and stop and say, I'm waiting to be led. No, it's like trying to steer a parked car. It just doesn't do any good. You've got to be moving for God to steer you and lead you. Don't just sit inactive and go, I'm not, I'm not making a move till God says. Just move with what seems good, but be listening the whole time. And I'm talking about just the daily things of life. Now, listen, I'm not talking about life-changing, life-altering conditions. I'm talking about the daily things of life. You don't have to just sit and wait to to hear something spectacular from God. Just go with what seems right. And if, if 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 it's not right, he'll check you. And then you say, you know what? I I got that check. And you're not in disobedience because he checked you. You're in disobedience when you disregard the check. Amen. Well, we'll keep talking about it, but we want you to come back. There's so much of this, and we're talking about this, uh, teaching out of my book called Following the Holy Spirit. You can go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org. You can place your order, and we'll get that right out to you. And it'll be a help to you because you got to... You've you got to feed on these things to learn them. Amen. And until next time, remember this. Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. 
This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us for our annual Ladies' Conference right here in Murrieta, California, October the 3rd through the 5th, Tuesday through Thursday. We invite you to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get more information. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.